Hello, this is Keith, and this is Klezmer Podcast 27 for December 29th, 2007. The web address is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can email me to keith at klezmerpodcast.com. This is the last episode for 2007, and I'd like to take a moment to thank everybody that's supported the podcast this year. Uh, those of you that have been listening and subscribing particularly, but also those that have so kindly given their time to be interviewed on the podcast and who have written to me, uh, written comments on my MySpace page, and who have sent me CDs to write reviews about. Next month will mark one year that I've been doing the podcast, and we have some exciting things planned for 2008 for the Klezmer Podcast. But right now I'd like to introduce the interview for today. I'm finishing up the interviews I made from the Klez Canada 2007 from last August. So uh, the next few episodes we'll try to finish up those interviews. On today's episode, I'm very pleased to bring you Elaine Hoffman-Watts, Klezmer drummer from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Elaine is one of our dearest friends from Klez Canada that we spend a lot of time with each year while we're at the camp. My wife, Rena, and I met Elaine and her husband, Ernie, our first year at the camp and uh, became fast friends. We've been very friendly with them uh, at the camp every year we've been there. But this is the first opportunity that we've had to interview Elaine. And I'm sharing my interview duties on this episode with my wife, Rena. And we're also going to hear a little bit from my daughter, Rebecca, who is 14 years old at the time we made this recording. I'm also happy to report that Elaine was awarded with one of the National Endowment for the Arts Lifetime Honors as a National Heritage Fellowship for 2007. We're very pleased for Elaine to receive that high honor, one of the highest uh, arts honors in the United States. And with that, here is our interview with Elaine Hoffman-Watts. This is Keith, and this is the Klezmer Podcast coming from Klez Canada 2007. It's day five, and I'm joined now with Elaine Hoffman-Watts, first-time appearance on the Klezmer Podcast. Elaine, welcome to the Klezmer Podcast. Oh, I am very happy to be here. Very high-tech now. It's, you know, <laughs> 22nd century podcast. Yes, That's yeah. right. <laughs> and, you know, we've been friends for a number of years now. Oh, thank God. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, you, you know, Rena and I both love you guys so, so much, but... Now it's time to get it, get it on on memory stick, okay. as it, <laughs> as it were. Okay. And the what we noticed in the last few years, you're you're besides everything else you do and and the terrific performing you do, your program of the drumming with the with the kids. Yeah. Uh, tell me what got you started with that and and I noticed that the kid, kids relate to you so well so which how'd that pro- come about oh, which program you mean the one I did with the girls yeah the, the one I started the one that is called um, 
uh, girls don't play like, drums. Yes, class for girls who don't play <laughs> drums. Right. And all the women, last year was the first time. And they just kept coming in out of the woodwork. I ran out of drumsticks. I ran, I did I thought five women, ten women, over 20 women and girls, I'm talking. Right. And the, the older woman told me, we always wanted to play drums. And my mother said, girls don't play drums. And then they lived in apartments in New York. How are you going to practice? But uh, we had about, what, 20 women this time? Yeah. Yeah, we used a couple drum sets, practice pads. But I was prepared this year. But somebody walked off with some <laughs> sticks. But it's great. We have a lot of fun. And in four days, five, was it five days? You, you, I can't teach you to be a great drummer, but I can show you what goes on and how to go from there. As a matter of fact, some of them are coming tomorrow. I said, if you want me to teach you tomorrow, I will. And uh, we're going to do it a quarter of 11. I don't know if your daughter's coming. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. She loves it. Yeah, we have fun. You know, I, I'm not going to teach you to be John Bonham in uh, five <laughs> days, you know. Wait, now, normally I don't do this, and I, I, never, I never bother Rebecca for anything, but i got to ask Rebecca... Why she likes Elaine's class? Um, I don't know. It's really fun to just play drums, and you always have a good time, and you always learn a lot. And That's I like amazing. the whole experience of that. And, you, and your friends go too, right? Yeah, all my friends come, and we all teach each other stuff and just hang out while we play. That makes me feel Dude. like I have. I've I done it. I did it. I done it. That's You've it. reached the kids. That's it. <laughs> and I reached the older women too. They have a ball. Yeah. Oh, you took? Didn't you go last year, Rena? Um, I, I wasn't not in the. Oh, in the first year of girls play drums, I was there a couple times. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that made me feel good. <laughs> what she said. But that's that's the whole point. I said to them. Uh, I'm, we're here to have fun and I will teach you what you can in the, and then that'll give you the, the chops to be able to do things well, I have a question for you um, uh, your latest recording with Susan um, it was it was really very helpful for us back in California because the drum the drums on there was so clear and it wasn't cluttered up with the big band and everything did you enjoy making that recording? Which recording are you talking about? Uh, uh, the first one. I remember Klesmer. I remember Klesmer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yes, we had a ball on that. Yeah. It was great. And um, that that grant that I got was on the premise that I make a recording like that, a CD. And it was great. Yeah. You know, it's very... You, I don't have to tell you how nerve-wracking, time-consuming, and money-wise, it is to make a CD. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. It's hard. But you know what? You learn by your mistakes. Um, we didn't ha You don't have to go to New York to have it done. We could have done it in Philadelphia, blah, 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 blah. So you learn by your mistakes.
Yeah. I have a question for Klezmer drummers. Have you ever had to record to a click track? Uh, yes. Let me. T- Ooh, <laughs> let me tell you. Susan made a recording called "The Power of Passion." There's only a couple there. It was a demo. It's singing, her singing. So she gets. She wants a different drummer with the jack, whatever. Then she comes to me, Mother, you have to save me. The last track, the drummer, it's, I can't use it. It'll be wasted money, all that thing. Oh, please. So I went to the studio. It was in Philly, in Glenside, wherever. Put on, you know, and they turned the drum track all the way down. And um, I nailed it. And then she said, well, it was Hava Nagila. And the guy did not play klezmer like me. Okay? And she said, I can't use it. All that money. Right. You know, I yeah, understand. It's a, it's a big investment. So we did it twice. One time we did it, I played drums. Then over my drums, I played xylophone. <laughs> so there she said, oh, you saved it, mother. I said, I would have played the been your drummer the whole thing for nothing, you know. You, she wanted another drummer. Okay. I don't think I've seen you play xylophone. I don't play too often. <laughs> <laughs> Only when it's an emergency for Susan. Right? Yeah, and uh, uh, I do play with my grandchildren. But you know what, my, I I don't know what it. I I don't know if it's with other children of great musicians. My father was like, um, <laughs> it's a Perlman on the xylophone. And who's going to play like that? So I never went near it. I did play in college. You know, you study the parts and everything. But this man played. He's on the, my first, that's, I remember Klezmer, there's things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he the took beginning. off of yeah. old tapes. <clears throat> And uh, I remember I played tapes for Hankus, and he said, that's not a human being, you know, person. I said, what are you telling me? It's my father. <laughs> so how are you going to play like that? You know, but I do play. And uh, so I saved that track. I, the other question I have, because I work in recording, and it's completely male-dominated, so I'm always sticking up for myself, you know, how tough I am. And so, how? What's your experience like being in the man's world of drumming? Uh, <laughs> I can't use those words, <laughs> and it's shop. It's a family show here. Yeah, that's what. I, uh, but I showed them, didn't I? Yeah, you, you did. did. Yes, and, that's all I have to say. And now you've you're getting your. National that? award. Yes, yes. So I the did national show. endowment for the arts yeah. for uh, national uh, heritage fellowship for um, lifetime achievement in klezmer. But what you know? What more than just me? But it's just great for klezmer music for the Jews. There's that music that the immigrants brought over, and it's important. That that that's a lot too. That, that's a lot to me. But, uh, yes, that shows. I outlived all those creeps that wouldn't hire me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. right. You, you, you got them back. <laughs> I got you back. Yeah. And that's happening in Washington, D.C.? Yes. Uh, 
from September 17th to the 20th. Is, is there some performances involved with that? Yes. The 20th uh, at night, at um, there's a new hall that was built, Strathmore Hall. It's in North Bethesda, Maryland. It's a free concert. I just have to tell them how many tickets I want. So I told her, <laughs> I said, I'll take fifteen hundred. <laughs> So she, so, I'll be there. Madeline did you make it two for us? So, uh, but um, we get eight minutes. You know, it's everybody. But they're is not. It, is it a close Canada eight minutes or a real eight? Minutes? I, I don't know. I think I hope it's a close Canada eight minutes. Uh, don't forget, there's uh, there are a couple other musicians in New Orleans, something uh, Appalachians folk music something but there's basket weavers and all kinds of folky stuff so uh not not all musicians oh i see yeah so uh rachel lemish susan and i and a very very fine young girl piano player carmen stuff she's from boston Mm -hmm. she had been here and we had to use a Man tuba player. Couldn't find. Yeah. And Alicia Spiegels is playing violin. Oh, terrific. So I think it'll be a good gig. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's great. And uh, what the date for that again? September 20th, uh, 7.30, Thursday night, Strathmore Hall in North Bethesda, Maryland. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure, yeah. That, is, is this a televised thing? You know what? I have no clue. But I am... You know what? I Check think, your local listings. You know what? I think uh, at the awards ceremony and things like that, there'll be press. I think so. Because your senators show up, oh, wow. and you know, and they're always looking for... Uh, you know, look, here sure. I am with the Klezmer. Right. You know what I mean? I'm sure there'll be national press somewhere. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Yeah. They should. Yeah. Maybe they should cover this. Yeah. Maybe Klezmer Podcast should go to that. So live feed of the of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I got to work on finding a way of doing that. Yeah. But that, uh, I was very, ex- the man calls me up, his name is Barry Berger, Berger. And he said, I want to speak to Elaine Hoffman Watts. And I said, this is she. And he says, I'm from the National Endowment for the Arts, uh, the folk part. And you have been awarded (laughs) such and such. And I didn't even know that I had been nominated for it. Uh, I have to give credit to certain people. Deborah Kodish from the Philadelphia Folklore Project. You have to, somebody has to nominate you. Mm-hmm. You just can't say, here I am. Mm-hmm. And Henry Sapoznik, Sherry Mayrant, Hank Snetsky wrote magnificent letters of recommendation for me. They did it. And uh, we had made, under uh, the Philadelphia Folklore Project, a postage stamp video, three and a half minutes. Susan and me playing a concert, you know, fooling around, whatever. And those people there at the folk at the in Washington, when they saw that, they said, "Oh, that's what she does," and that's how we got it. They saw it. Yeah, it, when when you see it on the right, on the video, right, yeah. it, it's altogether different. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So not not only just to see you up there doing it, but to to hear the we the, the style a, you, you do. Yeah, you know because yeah. your your style is it's only you. There's, right. <laughs> there's, so, there's no comparison. Uh, they, they said that did it when they saw that. You know, you write a letter, you play great clarinet. Okay, good. Yeah, so yeah. does nine a million. Dollars. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, right, so that did yeah. it. Yeah. So. All right. I was happy. What else do you want to ask me? Um, yeah, the other thing I notice is um, every time I'm in a class, there's somebody related to you in every class around here. <laughs> That's perfect. So you're really passing it on. Yeah, uh, family. It's a, it's a family thing, too, right? Well, that's the way Klezmer was in the old country. Went from father to son to father to son. But uh, we put a curve in it. Uh, my father passed it on to me, his daughter, and I passed it on to Susan. And I now it goes to my gra- now grandsons. Right. But uh, I don't think they're going to be... Play- but they know what to do. That's it. Right. Yeah. They're here. They're here. Yeah, they have a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So back that. <laughs> I'm glad we could do it. All right. And they're and they're getting good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it, what your daughter's name is Rebecca. Yeah. Douglas comes and he plays the trombone and they play the rhythms to it. That's how they learn the rhythms. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah. So to show me. I need a klezmer drummer. Well, she'll, she'll get there. You got, you got like, I'll give you like six years. Can you do it? <laughs> she, we need one, one female klezmer drummer in California. <laughs> I'll, I'll move. <laughs> she, uh, your daughter will soon be able to do it. But she has to work at it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know who to... Who would send her to? I'll send her to you. Uh, it's more fun. <laughs> but she's got the basics. She really does. Does she play another instrument? Clarinet. Yeah, but she she counts. Yeah. yeah. So she knows what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, we did the Bulgar, the fr- or the Freilich. That's it. I explained to them that's interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahura. And then what did we do today? Uh, Arbor tones. Okay. Ba, yeah. ba, 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 ba. But that's a relief. I played as a funky fifties rumba, but it works. Miserlo. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's how I do it. The one thing I noticed um, in your style that you do. Um, is the, you and the trombone really roll into the first beat, you know, on, you know, from four to one. And the way yeah. you do that is different, sounds different to me than everyone else, but it brings it in. And that's why I use your recordings to show other drummers what to do, because it makes sense with the trombone and the way you roll uh, into it. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, we rehearsed that, and we figured it out, and we're going to we do it together. Susan said, this is what we want. And um, I'll tell you a funny story. When my father was teaching me, I was a little girl, six, seven, eight, and he would take me down the cellar, and he would give me the sticks, and he would show me beats. I did not learn to read music and all the rudiments and stuff until I was like 12 years old, 11 or 12. He sent me to his buddy in the Philadelphia Orchestra, who didn't pay any attention to me, your girl. He was a page turner. And Daddy would show me beats, 
and he would be playing xylophone. And if I didn't get it, he, if I lived to be a hundred, dummy, I'm showing you, <laughs> dummy. All right, this is now how many? Sixty years later, right? Sixty-five years later, we're rehearsing Susan, and she says, "I want this and this number," and she'll look at me, Curtis grad. What did they teach you there? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes, does it? Right? It's it's a funny story, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so what go? No, what happens? That comes around. Yeah. But it's a funny story. History repeats. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Daddy used to say, "Dummy, I'm showing." <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> but uh, you remember? Oh, it's good. fun. Funny things stick in your mind. You yeah. can sit here and talk all day. Nah. All right. This but is, this this is, is great. I wish you lived closer so I could come out there. We'll move. No, don't don't move here. <laughs> Actually, wherever we live, something's wrong with the uh, the the uh, the air, the water. The no matter where you walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's always something. Right. Right. <laughs> and. Uh, Oh, I got to tell you, Hank has said something really funny in our class the other day. We were playing this Philadelphia music, because him and Marvin Katz teach the Philadelphia music in their class. And he says, the funny thing is now, the only place you see this played live is in Orange County, California, <laughs> with our band. <laughs> well, we, play, really we, we play it. But that's no, a funny one. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, we play it. We play it. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's become, Outside of Philadelphia, this is what we're the only... It's yeah. become a favorite of ours because those melodies are so cool, and they don't follow like a kind of set right. thing, and they're just, they just go in these neat directions. I yeah, really like it. But you're the ones that got it, so, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, I think we met you and Susan, some of the first people we met at Quest Canada eight years ago. Yeah, are we, that's right. Yeah. And uh, we just started right away playing that stuff, and yeah. then we met Hankus and, and Uncle Marvin later on. So we're in good shape, I think. I have uh, one uncle left. He was the youngest of all the children. I was telling Ernie the other night... Uh, my father was the oldest. He was 16 when Uncle Morris was born. Uncle Morris is still alive. He's in his 90s. And Hankus always goes to see him. And uh, he remembers everything. His mind is great. And he... One of your grandsons in the class, Hankus was saying, you know, about... Uncle Mars. And he said he didn't know he was still alive and he wants to go meet him. <laughs> yeah. So now that's your next job to do. <laughs> Take the, what, the blonde? Yeah, the blonde? Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said to me, he's still alive? I said, yeah, he's in his 90s. <laughs> but uh, his mind is there. He remembers all these famous musicians from Philly and everything. And uh, But he did not uh, make his living playing klezmer. He played uh, nightclubs, shows. That he was a doubler. He played flute, blah, blah, everything. So what do you think about what the kids are doing with Klezmer today? Do you have any opinion on that? <laughs> I have to tell you, um, Josh, one year up here, uh, when he first started that hip-hop stuff, yeah. he recorded all my beats, and he put me out of business. <laughs> but now he uses different stuff. Uh, 
Right. I I think everything goes through in stages. And I think as these young people get older, then they'll maybe go back and they'll say, well, where did this come from? Right. You it know. seems like it's your, I mean, I don't know who they're playing for unless they're in a club, but yeah, like pl- if somebody our age plays for a group, you know, we're not playing for ki- kids younger than oh, They don't want to hear hip, our audiences, if we played hip hop, you know, we They'd, definitely get kicked out. We'd never gig. work again. Right. So. They'd say, don't hire them. Uh, this is what I mean. Susan was on tour with him last spring and it was all nightclubs mm-hmm. it wasn't synagogues or anything she said it was all clubs mommy yeah and they yeah. love that I mean yeah. young kids go into that and it's noisy that that was the weirdest trip I did um, I met Josh in a club in LA called the Echo and Theodore Bikel was there yeah. and he, he started playing his beat boom 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 and he goes to theater girl start singing bells so he just he didn't and they start singing bells my and it was the whole and I I was like it was like a time warp it was so yeah. weird <laughs> and the kids loved it but he did just sing he, he's like when just start singing <laughs> bum, ba-dum, bum. so that's my beat <laughs> yeah yeah so but, um, yeah right so it's uh, but, on the audience I guess yeah but I think I th- he did his hip hop stuff here the other night yeah. What'd you think of it? Well, see, I I like We're that used kind to it of now. music. Yeah. We, we like we like it. But he stays true to Jewish. That's what's great about it. But yeah, he stays. I have trouble when it just goes all kind of jazz and uh, yeah, and all no, you know, I have trouble finding the klezmer in some of that music. But he really, you know, Josh is an expert, you know, now for his, you know, he he really studies the. Yeah. He really knows it, and he you know he oh. spends a lot of time with all of the the, uh, you know. People like you, people like Danny Rubenstein. Yeah, he finds like, well, them. Yeah, he finds them. So, okay, well, thanks for your time, Elaine. Congratulations you on your awesome award. Send me the bill. Yeah, the check is in the mail. That's right. Isn't that what yes. they tell you from the board? Right? <laughs> the check is in the mail. Okay. And I hope we get a chance to uh, chat on the podcast again soon. Yes, my pleasure. Really is my pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay. Shalom Aleichem. Das ist Henry Sapoznik und ich bin du auf klezmerpodcast.com. Okay, I'm back. That was my interview with Elaine Hoffman Watts. Thanks so much, Elaine, for taking the time to speak with us on the podcast. And congratulations on your award from the National Endowment for the Arts. Also, I have to mention Henry Sapoznik, whose promo you just heard a moment ago in beautiful Yiddish. Henry is very fortunate to be nominated for a Grammy this year in the historical category for Best Historical Album for his package of People Take Warning, Murder Ballads, and Disaster Songs, 1913 to 1938. So congratulations, Henry, on your Grammy nomination, and hope you get the award. Okay, so I've received several CDs in the mail recently, and uh, I'm going to be writing some more reviews very soon. So here's what I've been listening to lately. Uh, Brian Bender and Little Shop of Horrors, their album Ein Welt. Ed Goldberg and the Odessa Klezmer Band with their album, Who Stole the Kishka? 
Lenka Lichtenberg and Brian Katz with the album Pashtus. Hilda Bronstein with the album Hilda Bronstein sings Yiddish songs old and new. I have two albums from Metropolitan Klezmer, their live album Traveling Show, and their other album Surprising Finds. I also have the Isle of Klezbos album, Greetings from the Isle of Klezbos. And last but not least, uh, just received in the mail, the soon-to-be-released new Varetsky Pass album, Traffic. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be interviewed or have your music played on the Klezmer podcast, please send email to Keith at klezmerpodcast.com. Again, the website is www.klezmerpodcast.com, and I'm on MySpace at myspace.com slash klezmerpodcast. You can also reach me on Skype with the screen name Klezmer Podcast. And if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you would like to submit for review, please send me an email as well. And I ask that you please do take a moment to submit a customer review in the iTunes Music Store for Klezmer Podcast. That helps with my ratings in iTunes. Well, that's it for this episode of the Klezmer Podcast and also for my first year in podcasting. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. And until next time, bye for now.